you know, where, again, everybody will be doing it. Nothing is that simple. Nothing is that straightforward. Thinking a lot about perfectionism. It has to be perfect. It has to be right. It has to be, if we don't get this right, it'll never be perfect. In the room, 52 Jokers Wild. What you've just been discussing there, you went through Monsters, which is another episode. You've gone through Balance, which is also another episode. And you've also defined how we become more happy, which is the happiness episode, which was a state of mind and places in time where we feel our, our most happy. We also then reached into another episode, which was called What the Feck? What the heck? What the hell? You know, because there are some times where you just kind of go, do you know what? I'm not going to stand for this and we're going to do something. And each of those episodes was really talking about the actions we were going to take. Part of the Monsters episode was actually looking at how most people find that tasks lists are scary. But once you go through them and you break them down into the little component parts, you begin to realize, actually, it's not as difficult as you first thought. And you can actually accomplish all those things that you wanted to that allow you to achieve what you thought was a mountain and get to the top of it because you've taken it in small steps, one step at a time, which I think is is a good way to go. So we're actually covering quite a lot of ground here. The next part was don't panic. <laughs> right, don't panic, don't panic. Don't panic is written on the back of the restaurant. The, what was it, the restaurant at the end? No, it's the restaurant at the end of the universe. It, it's yes. uh, the book. Don't panic. No, the Hitchhiker's the Guide to the Galaxy, written on the back yes. are the words, don't panic. So we're back to the fundamental interconnectedness of all things. You've joined it back up again. Everything is connected. And even the words, don't panic. And that's a great thing from Douglas Adams. If all you had on the wall was that, and every time you looked up and you saw it, it pretty much is saying, it's okay. You're all right, it's grand. Now, admittedly, if you read the book, you're going, don't panic, it's the end of the world. You get to hitchhike the next spaceship out of here because this thing is getting blown up to make way for the, the hyperspace bypass. But time to, you won't know it's time to panic because it'll already be over, you'll be gone. But doubling back for a second, it's... Um, you know, I, uh, rash, being rational. It's like, you know, I, I was talking about, again, to, to George and to, to the missus saying, and she'd hate me if I said that word in public and now I've said it to the world. But it's okay. Nobody's listening. No one's watching. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't count. Unless George edits <laughs> this bit out, puts it up and we promote it. But uh, it's, I keep on seeing uh, the problem. So I, I, I think of when we're running our particular course, there's 40 people here, you know, going to the bathroom and doing what the bear does in the woods. And I'm, and I'm going, and the sewer is just going to back up. And how am I going to cope with all this sort of stuff? The amount of activity going around. And, and I'm going, then I start to oh, don't panic. What the hell does that actually mean? It means there's 40 people here and they've, so many of them have paid and they're the students and the others are the cast and the crew and we're going out from here to do the whatever. We're making our film or we're making our episodical drama or what. It means everything is happening. It means an awful lot of things have already successfully happened because for that action to be occurring, you've already got a fully booked course, fully paid for, fully staffed, fully crewed actually on a day-by-day -day basis doing what they what it says on the tin what what everybody wants and they're all enjoying it and but you have to have that going on 
That because that's the admin, that's the pain. Don't focus on it. You know, someone else can deal with it. There's, it's a bill, that's all it is. So you get a cleaner, you get you know maintenance man or whatever it is. You've got more, you're creating employment, you're creating experience, you're creating future opportunities. Why would you be thinking about this? But that's where the mind goes for some people. They see the panic, they see the fear, they see the problems, they see, they see the doo-doo in the woods. Whereas what wood are you at? You're in a national park. You're on a holiday. You saw a bloody bear. You know, it, the evidence is not, it, you've got to be more positive. You've, and that's what we're trying to say. It's what, stop seeing the negative, switch that one and zero if you can to the positive and don't concentrate on this. Take courage. Don't panic. Deal with the fears when they happen. Don't worry about them. And that's the thing, because as soon as you get rid of the fears, and as soon as you stop anticipating things too much and just let the thing flow, all these little happy accidents start to occur. Another one of our episodes, happy accidents that happened on the September the 11th this year. <laughs> you start to build your field of dreams. And we've actually, we know that we've got our field of dreams. It's under construction at this particular point in time. It is a work in progress. We are going to move it forward. And as we go forward and start to talk about it, all these little happy accidents are starting to occur, which give us the confidence that we're working in the right direction. We then found ourselves thinking a lot about perfectionism. It has to be perfect. It has to be right. It has to be, if we don't get this right, it'll never be perfect. And McGarvin kept talking about, no, George, it's got to be the 80-20 rule. 80% 80 of it will happen in 20% of the time. And you'll spend the other 80% of the time just trying to get that last 20% for perfection. So why on earth are you trying to reach perfection? It will never happen. Just be happy with the 80% and move on to the next thing. And that was, that was an important part of that kind of process. And I think it was, it was really good because it helped move through a lot of the fears that we were having, we could see things forward and we and we could we could actually relax a little bit into just doing what we needed to get done. And now we can show a broad breadth of, of material that we've actually produced. We then had something called May the Force Be With You. And Which is back the to construct. the universe, it turns out. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It is. Back to the universe. Yeah. It's the force. It's Use the I, force. I, Use the energy. Yeah. You know, get the energy and you know, use it to make things happen. And, and, yeah. and that's it. Embrace the force. Embrace the energy of the universe because that's it's all these waves going back and forward. It breathe in, breathe in the positive. You know, energize yourself. You know, and you know, the sun and its rays, you know, makes you feel good. It's 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 feelings and emotions turn up, sunshine, new day born, embrace the day. It's use the force. And it's not force yourself, but as you said, it's use the force, use this energy to create, you know, these other momentums and their other forces. So the momentum of moving things forward is, is by using your energy, that energy will then be dispersed into these other uh, items and they'll all take motion. They'll go in a certain direction. They'll move at different speeds. And we've, we've we're now in a rhythm and we have a momentum and we're affecting other bodies around us, both physical and, and, and intangible in some ways. And, and they're, they're now aligning and, and 
following a similar rhythm. Uh, and, and that's what we're looking for. We're looking for our other jokers. We will find them. We know they're out there. They're starting to, you know, pulse uh, like around us and they're starting to align the conversations are aligning people are starting to understand and see and they're starting to they're starting to volunteer what are you doing oh oh that i thought that's what it was how could we help or can i be part of that oh can i be on your show or i've got something to contribute there and and that's the great thing now there's the languages there's a show to be on there's they, they see why they'd want to be on it. Oh, we like your personalities. We think we can chat to you. We don't feel as if we've, we'd be threatened or it, it's, it's not standoffish. So that's what we're trying to achieve. We're trying to get our personalities out there to say we're approachable and we're passionate and we, we, we have this momentum and we want to get others to align and go on a journey. So we will use the force, Obi-Wan. <laughs> And the great thing is that we're actually we're, we're we're constructing a path forward, and we're being self-directed in the way that we do that. And self-directed is we're finding ourselves being motivated. And actually, that's one of the reasons why these conversations are actually quite important, because after the conversations that we've had, we've been so motivated by the discussions that it has propelled us on to do things that we weren't necessarily looking forward to. Because some of the tasks that we have to do are quite boring; they're not exciting things to do they just take a lot of hard graft to get done so that you can actually see the things that we're doing all the things that you construct need time and effort and patience to 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 work out now one of the other things is that we're, through these kind of conversations that we've been having we've been able to analyze different issues that would occur during the setting up of our academy in producing a feature film all these different things and we've been looking at how do you minimize risk because quite often a lot of youngsters go out and they jump straight in and they haven't thought about it. And before they know it, they've got themselves hurt in some form or fashion, whether it's emotionally, physically, or they've hurt somebody else because they haven't thought the process through. And what we're now doing is we're, like Garvin was talking about, how on earth we need to make sure that people can go to the toilet when they need the toilet. They enjoy the experience they've got here. And the last thing they're going to do is if they're kind of going, do I need to run outside and run around a bush? I, you know, that's not going to, they're not going to enjoy that. They're going to, <laughs> we need to make sure they're comfortable and they feel happy and that we've minimized those risks. A very important episode that did turn up during these 52 episodes that we've done is this concept of don't give up. And, and that's really, really quite important because there are times where you can feel so pressured or, or life comes in and, and, and hits you with a right that you weren't expecting, tries to knock you off balance. And the point is not to give up. Keep on moving forward. And, and, and we know that a lot of folks on, on YouTube and some of the other platforms, because it is quite tough to get an audience, they've reached a point where they've almost given up. And just at that moment, they were about to give up something happened and it triggered a whole big audience coming to them, whether they weren't actually expecting. It was a left field one that came in. So that, that was an important part of our process was not to give up. Your thoughts on all those things we've just discussed, the construct, self-direction, uh, minimising. It, it may have looked as if I was listening. I was probably asleep. No, no, again, I, I, I've got bad retention. That's why I have my well, that, weakness that's the next of episode talking. It's called honesty. Actually, that's being yeah, Well, honest. there you that go. The uh, my problem is I'm normally splurting out with what I want to say because if I don't say it, then I for, I'm the goldfish. I've already forgotten it. It's crystallising. It wants out. If I don't put it out there, 
there and make it tangible in the auditory, it's gone. And you're saying, what was your what was your little go throw to saying there? Oh, I was listening. I, I let you have your say. I've forgotten my little cliche. You know, so so but pulling it back in, uh, okay, turn up. That was a little bit of like, uh, and courage. No, not courage, sorry. There was, see, I'm mixing it all together. It's yeah. the worry, the courage, the fear, the give up. So don't give up. What we were saying is don't give up. Turn up. Turn up might just be get up, get up out of bed, wake up. You know, that's there's an awful lot of wake up, get up, turn up. Do don't do nothing. Do something. Do anything in a no thing time. It's it's it doesn't matter because every we mountains and molehills. It's every little step, every little anything on that mammoth task list is going to be a little tick. You're you're a step closer. But if you do nothing, and that nothing is usually caused by the fear and the worry, and what you're doing is you're filling yourself and you're tiring yourself with all this stuff that hasn't actually happened and the what ifs. And that's my problem. If I turn, if I can recognize that as fast as humanly possible, that I'm going down that path. Stop it. Zero and one. Turn it. Do anything else. Walk outside. Do a little run. Do a press up. Go make a coffee. Come back. Reset. Don't panic. Do something, doing anything. And then, because there's a big list of stuff to do. And actually, the weird thing is that balance of the five things of the health and the wealth and the family. Before we came onto this show, I was out cleaning the sewer. And I'm going, my God, then I had a quick shower and then came back in here and go, so my morning comprised of, that's why I have this fear of this, you know, the sewers or this or that. It was more things get blocked up. That happens. Shit happens, literally. But deal with it. It's just what it is. Clean it up plunge it, get it working again, move on. It's not the end of the world. 20 minutes later, you're in front of here and you think you're talking to the planet. You know, and you're talking about nicer things. But that is a, you've <laughs> got to push through the pain to get the gain. There is no gain without the pain. There has to be a cost. Otherwise, everybody be doing it. Everybody's a winner. You know, wh- what then? And you compete, there's no competition. If everyone's a winner... There's no competition. There's no challenge. Life is a challenge. If it's not, it's meant to be because otherwise you're not actually growing. You're not learning. You're just existing. So there's a little bit of, we're not, we're turning up. I've got, I've shined my head. I brushed my teeth. I don't know what we're going to say next. We've turned up. Now let's have a conversation. Let's have mull over a few ideas. Let's see if we can make a di- The game here going forward is, let's, can we make a difference to other people's lives? And I think that's what we've figured out. If that's the, our only way forward here is to start giving more than we get, start turning up more, create more relationships with, with no unrealistic expectations and enjoy, most of all, enjoy what it is we're doing. And if that passion comes across, everyone's a winner, babe, I think. And there's something that's quite interesting because um, as, as Garvin was talking about jumping into the sewers, I was kind of going, don't jump in, which is one of our episodes. Don't jump in, which is one of the fears that we had because Garvin kept uh, crawling back into his comfort zone. And we kept saying, no, beware of the comfort zone ahead. We mustn't go back to that comfort zone. We need to break out. And Garvin's also been talking about the creating relationships and influencing people. And I think we're starting to do that. We're starting to see that through our little videos on LinkedIn, we are influencing the influencers in some form or fashion because, or it could just be the universe is actually coming up with the same topics it's, for them as we're we are. We're highly and synchronous. And, and the we're in synchronicity is actually flow, definitely yeah. happening. 
yeah and it's all starting to happen so yeah we are jumping in we're jumping in where everybody else is going as well and having a bit bit of a splash around and seeing what's going on and then we had this idea of don't fall back spring forward and it was actually to do with the fact that the clocks were actually going back at the time that we actually discussed that one. But we also, uh, Garmin actually discussed the the idea, the concept that actually sometimes you fall forward as well as spring forward. And it, it sometimes caused a little bit of confusion, but not for us because we knew where we were going. We wanted to go forward. And that's the reason why we were springing in that direction. So we can create more relationships and influence people. No, there is the thing. I'm thinking of other ones now. You can fall. Once we're moving forward we're not going back you know we're, yeah, sometimes you have to take a step back to move two steps forward that just means don't go down the wrong road into the silo when you know you're just digging a deeper hole you sometimes have to step back and reassess and go right we know what our strategies maybe the wrong strategy we know what we want to achieve that's not working reflect on it quickly and pivot you know whatever the language is you can't keep on doing the same thing expecting a different result so it's learned that Fail fast and learn and learn from your from those type of mistakes or errors or, or from the information that you're gathering and then refocus and move forward again. You will you know where the target end target is, but we don't know the road we need to travel to get there because sometimes it's full of obstacles and hurdles that we're unaware of yet. Because otherwise, if it was a straight road from A to B, you know where. Again, everybody will be doing it. Nothing is that simple. Nothing is that straightforward. There's some people out there making millions for something that they spotted that it is, but normally it is. Nothing is cut and clear, dry, cut and clear. So we're we're actually fought, we're falling forward a little bit. We'll spring. The leapfrogging is we want to spring forward at times when we get that rhythm. We'll spring then because we're we're falling. Then we're going to start running gracefully. And then we're just going to take off. And that's the goal. And we still know, we know where a finishing line is. But when a, run, a runner runs a race and he gets past the finishing line, he doesn't go, right, that's me done for the rest of my life. No, next race. So it's that just might be in our case. We're going to run a course. It's going to take you know, 16 weeks to do. And when that one's finished, we'll do it again. And it'll be a different set of people, different set of relationships, different set of experiences. It has a process, it has a format, it has a structure, it, ha it has a template. But what's hidden in the Pandora's box is the magic of all the relationships, of those interactions, of those people experiencing that together in that timeline. And that's what's very, very exciting. So with those that will spring, it will leapfrog. We're falling gracefully forward to that opportunity and we're trying and we're putting the, the, the bones on and the meat on the dinosaur and we're gonna, you know, turbo boost them in time. Yeah. And what we're also discovering is that um part of this process, uh we've been talking about our story, but what we're trying to actually the way we're trying to influence others is we're trying to get people to think about the story of you. What is your story? And that your story as, is just as important as our story. And you need to sort of listen to what you're doing and, and move things forward. We then got on to a little idea, a little topic about hope, which Garvin was actually discussing that hope is okay because it's a kind of little bit of dreamy kind of thing. And he went, no, hope for hope to be real, you have to put it into action. You have to make it become a reality. Work out if you hope for something, don't just sit back and fall into your comfort zone and expect it to, to fall into place. As we talked about in that, that case, if, you, if you're not in for the lottery, you ain't going to win it. So you need to actually do some kind of action. In that case, you need to fill out the lottery form and 
pay your monies and you're in for a chance. Now, that, that can be a kind of a little bit of a, a long streak because it's about 14 million to one that you'll actually win anything. But having said that, we have a lot of hope about what we're doing. And every single day, we're taking one step, an action to move things forward to make our dream become a living thing, something that does actually exist. Unfortunately, the last little bit about that, because we're putting on a little bit of weight over here, I can tell you. We've now actually put a little stamp on one of our episodes and said, don't touch the cookie jar because we're having too many cookies as we as we celebrate our journey moving forward. We're eating too much and we need to sort of simmer down and do a bit more exercise. Right, and hold on a second. A <laughs> I think you've renamed that one. I said, what's in the cookie jar? You said, don't ah, touch right. it. No, I don't have to, I have to rename jar. that one I'm, because then you're saying the cookie yeah. jar is everybody needs to have the cookie jar. Everyone ha needs to have, oh, yeah. you know, what's in it. You know, again, we touched on the fact that normally the petty cash was in there or the squirreled away money, but you know, yeah. normally what's in a cookie jar is double chocolate chip or triple chocolate chip or plain digestive. But there's cookies well, actually, in the cookie jar at a minimum. Yeah. You know, and there's, so oh, well, there's little gems because we that. actually one of our little episodes, me exactly. episodes, we call the little gems that were inside there. So if you don't go into the no, cookie it's jar, don't you touch the cookie jar is something you say to the children. That's not no, not before yeah. your dinner, and you can have one if you do what we expect, which is eat your meat and two veg or your greens or you know it's a treat so the cookie jar you know for uh, you know, there is an end game of we want a cookie jar because if there's no cream if there's no treat for the work you do then why are you doing it if you're not getting that pleasure that cookie or that jam out of it then you're just killing time you're existing now the, the, at the most basic level you're working for the money the money is the minimum we're going to get but that's just you know, job one versus job two for X rate a day, they're equal. It's still pain. You don't, you're, you're not looking forward to going to work. You're going, I, I'm going because I have to because there's a minimum base out of bills and, and we have to pay the bills. But there's very little cookies in the jar. It's just existing. So we want a full jar of triple chocolate chip, you know, Keep your digestives. You know, okay, if the digestives in there, it's, it's a lean month. But if the, full, if the cookie jar is always full of triple chocolate chip, then you're going, something good is going on. There's The jar is full. It's always full. Or just actually forget the cookies. I want the stash to cash. I want the petty cash to be falling out of the jar. And the petty cash is, is overflowing, which means God knows what the cash looks like if the petty cash looks like that. If you've got cook, full cookie jars of petty cash left, right, and center. So we want it to be worth it. We want to turn up. We want it to be cream. We don't we don't want to just be existing. We don't want a basic experience for our students. We want them to be, it's triple chocolate chip cookie everywhere they go. And, and, and that's what it needs to be. It's not, you hope it's going to be good. You've built it that is not only going to be good, it's going to be better than good. And your pockets are full of cookies. Now, it's interesting because... Today is the 6th of November, and our current episode that's just gone out is, is an infamous number that uh, in base 13, 6 times 9 is, Garvin? Oh, 42. I, 42. Meaning we've reached number 42. <laughs> Tell us about 42, because that's the genesis of a lot of our discussions has come from the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. It's and the fundamental interconnectedness of all things again. It's the, the whole film or a good chunk of it, was about 42. Or what about 42? 42 was the answer to the life, the universe, and everything. And we don't even know 
what the question was. And that then became the journey, the journey to find out what the question was. And as George said, it's not a straightforward what's six nines. It's 42 and base 13, but doesn't mean anything to anybody. It's what the hell is 42? It's what's the question? And the question, the journey was talking about this supercomputer deep thought. And it was given the, I, think, I do believe if I get my facts right, that its purpose was to go off and calculate the question to the ultimate, you know, the, to the answer. And it went off and I was doing whatever this thing and it got destroyed before it actually uh, printed out its last answer. But we won't worry about that. I, we, what we like is the fact that the wording of deep thought, deep thought was the supercomputer. We are the supercomputer. Life, the universe and everything is all about you. And that brings us back to the story of you. If you're not here and you're not alive, Everything else doesn't matter. It doesn't exist because you're not, your consciousness is not there. Anything else is a figment of, well, it's not your imagination. So therefore, it doesn't exist either. For you, for it to matter, you need to matter. You need to turn up and interact with the universe. Create relationships with it and others within it in your life stream and your life and timeline. And 42 is the story of you. It's your deep thought, your brain, your ideas, your emotions, and what you fill it with from the day you're from the day you were born to the day you die. You have an empty supercomputer. Your role is to fill it with as much, not necessarily information, learning. Let's say learning and growth and experiences, and then and that then empowers your supercomputer come, to come up with all these strategies and what ifs and dreamscapes. And but the less you put in there then the less you're thinking about and your world and universe is a small, small place if you were born in a, in a cave somewhere like the bear. Your universe, it's like a shark actually. A shark in a, in a, in a fishbowl will grow to the size of the fishbowl. The shark in the ocean grows to the size it fits. So don't live in a fishbowl. Move out, take your supercomputer for a walk, virtually or real, and start growing, start learning, and work out your own questions to the answer, 42. Well, yes, interesting, because we've actually reached uh, a couple of interesting ones. One is keep it simple and small, kiss. And the other one was kettle of fish. That was a kettle of fish. And you just now put a shark into a bowl, which was almost a kettle of fish. And the next bit that we were going to start to talk about was the fact that we are now considering, as we move into episode 53-ish at some point in the future, of bringing another person into the mix. Hopefully, it won't be a shark, and hopefully, we'll be able to keep it simple. What do you think? No, <laughs> like there's the wrong thing. Basically, what the keep it simple is, is you want to make complex sound simple. So people can understand it. Every time I open my mouth, I'm talking in four dimensions. I'm highly complex. I'm not aware of my audience. and I'm not making it simple for them. I don't care. If they don't understand what I'm saying, this is my past tense. If they don't understand me, then it's the wrong audience. It's the wrong... It, I'm not here to teach them. Well, now I have to realize that, ah, no, no, no. Be aware of your audience. And try and bring them along with you. And if you can get... You know, master the art of making complex simple, then you're going to win. You're going to win. Now, delivering complex simply is where the contradiction normally comes in. People want, oh, that's very simply sound. It must cost very little. And I said, our simple model is 40 people moving in multiple directions and a highly complex scenario over 16 weeks. So there's nothing simple about it. We're making it simple. 
we simple to us, but to someone else, it's highly complex. So keeping it simple is be aware of your audience and align the language and, you know, don't bring them along with you. But make complex simple. That's come up with a business model that then has massive value that can be transferred, you know, from country to country and year to year and place to place. And then you touched, what was a kettle of fish? The shark, the shark. We want to be a shark. As I said, we want to be a dolphin friendly shark. We don't want to be a pinky. We don't want to be following the crowd. We don't want to be one of the many. Sharks are the kings of the ocean. Sharks are, you know, they're there since the dawn of time. They are, they are, in, people are in awe of it. You don't mess around with Jaws. Now, at the same time, if he's friendly and approachable and we can put that sort of mask on, then we want, it's like, why do they call it Shark Tank? They don't call it Pinkine Tank. So we, we, we want to be a shark. Killer shark, don't know, but you know, we want to be an approachable shark. We want to be shark and sharp. We want to be respected. We want to be understood. We don't be taken for granted. As an as a, no, everyone out there wants that as well. Dress sharp, dress like a shark, you know, shark tank. That's the money. You want to be the money. You want to buy and sell businesses. You everyone else is turning up going, give me, help me, show me, make me. No, no. We're not going to be on that side. We want to be on this side, helping you, making you, facilitating you. You know, the shark can do that. We'll bring the shoal along. And the great thing there is that Garvin has actually been setting out what our goals were, which is another episode. And this could be a once in a lifetime opportunity that we hope to inspire you into doing your live stream, which is hopefully making a feature film and want to become a producer, a director, or a writer on that and learn all those processes. We then had Show Me the Money, which is a, an interesting exercise. And the now, show, I'm going to stop you and show you the money because that's the one thing, life and money. You know, we're, you know if, you're, if you're vegan or you're, no, no, I don't mean vegan. If you're a one with the land and you can grow your potatoes and you can survive you know, like, you know, you know, on that, great. But that's not us. We have realistic expectations, as opposed to what the wives tell us and what the family wants. I want to be able to pay for universities. I want holidays again and a nice car and a big house. That doesn't come for no money. So show me the money is you're doing, you're selling your life stream to others for a reason, for a price. That reason that is, is, is money so you can go off and have your work-life balance with the family and your friends and your, your personal relationships as opposed to your business relationship or work relationship or employee and employer relationship. We, that money, that price is when you have influencers out there making a million a month doing God knows what enjoying themselves versus someone doing 10 quid an hour and not being in control of their future. So we're just trying to say, if you want to take control of your future, if you want to have realistic, realistic expectations to own a penthouse in New York, you need to be doing acts and activities and doing things and some things that will give you that potential result, not just hope for it to happen. So we have realistic expectations. Show me the money. And we will show you a good time. No, not, not, now we know where that might go, but we're not saying that. We're saying, of course, when we do it and whatever products you're selling and whatever you're doing, it's all about the show me the money. You know, you know, if I was, will I pay for this? You know, will I get my value? Will I, will I enjoy it? Will I have a good experience? Is it, what's it going to cost me? Will I see it as an investment or a cost? We don't like that language of cost. It's an investment. We, you're going to buy it. You're going to love it. You're going to, you're going to want more of it. So therefore it's show me the money. And if it's not show me the money, it ain't worth seeing. It ain't worth doing. 
And the interesting thing is that we're now coming up towards the end of this show. And parts of the last two episodes were any road will do because basically there is a mystery. We don't know which road we're going to be taking. We don't know which avenue we're going to be going on because, and we we don't we we almost don't anticipate because we're excited about the mystery of what that could actually bring to us at this particular point in time. A bit like Area Fifty One, which could be just a UFO, <laughs> and it could be a mystery to the universe that we aren't sure of, bringing all those fears back again. But I don't think so. I think we're more confident now as we move forward into the next stage of our life in developing the Film Production Academy and developing our audience and bringing you on board to get involved in the experiences that we hope to have. So hopefully you've enjoyed this episode. Oh, so, I'm not letting you go. So, I'm going to throw with another or two. <laughs> go on, throw in there. Right, we, you've we chucked in to. Area 51. I don't think we talked about Area 51 in, in episode 51. I can't remember. No, I But Area didn't. 51 is... Everybody needs their own Area 51. It's that element of mystery. If we're all on a face value, there's no mystery to us or no excitement or no something else, then it's a very boring something because then everyone will just be boring to everybody else. We all need our Area 51. That's that, that little piece of unknown or mystery that we have to continuously research or find out and all the rest of it. And if the Area 51 is, we all hope, I think we all hope, What's in there is what we think is in there and what we want to be in there. Because if it's not, it's a lonely universe. But if it is what we think it is, it explains a lot and it opens up much more to the future. Or unless we're going to be wiped out, which is another episode as Apocalypse Now. But I mean, that again, create your own Area 51 about yourself and your personality. Keep an element of mystery. Don't don't be everything is a face uh, like can, can be read at face value because uh, if it is then everyone knows the making of you it's keep that yeah so therefore no i barely know me so how to i area 51 on steroids you know i like inside my head so that's it create your area 51 and thanks for listening to the show we hope you enjoyed it and we hope you look forward to our next series which with a third person starts to come into it, we will be interviewing people connected to the industry, not necessarily connected, but hopefully that will be able to help you on your journey, whichever road that may be. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. Bye for now. Thanks a lot. Do what it says on the tin. Follow and share.